Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this morning. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. We eagerly expect and wait for the presence, for the word of the Lord to speak to us. Hallelujah. So be still. Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Uh, The thing is, most of us know this psalm, but we just know the first part of it. We wasn't still enough to to read all of it. You ever have a scripture like that? You know part of it. But you weren't still enough to remember all of it. Be still and know that I am God. Now, to be still, that does not mean sleep. Because some of us, you know, we go all the time. So if we ever steal, we fall asleep and we know it. Yeah. Some of us, we struggle to read the Word of God. For the most part, it's not the heathen acting up in you. It's the heathen that's tired. So he falls asleep because there's peace. So to be still doesn't mean not to do anything. Be still and know that I am God because it's in that stillness. But what stillness are we talking about? You see, there's words all inside of us. And most of us don't have no idea where those words come from. Just voices inside of us. We know that God is in there somewhere. At least we think he is. We think our mind is in there. Sometimes we don't even realize there's other people speaking inside of us. So... The real battle in life is the word of God versus the word of the world. And your voice would be included in that. And because we're not still, we never come to know God's voice or God's peace. Our mind is always working. When the Bible says make every effort to enter his rest, it's talking about this same thing. But you know, before you ever start to work with your hands, you work with your head. Your head is what gets your hands to moving. So it's, it's learning because the mind is always working. It's never still. You have a problem. Yes, you'll pray for a moment, but then it goes back to working. The flesh is always working. It's always planning. Because the flesh does not trust God. In fact, it don't even trust itself, but... And that's why sometimes it will trust other people 
and then it'll go back to trusting itself. It wavers to and fro. And that's why we don't know what God is really saying because all these voices are inside of us. We are never still. And that stillness is about your mind being still. You learn to let your mind be still. Quit thinking so much. Because in that place is where God begins to speak to us. I didn't say sleep. I didn't say Instagram. You know, not that kind of stillness, you know. All right, let me just sit down and I'm waiting for the Lord to come. But you're scrolling, you're doing all these things. And you call that stillness. That's not stillness. That's not stillness. Everywhere you go, people can't be still. Some people's leg is shaking. Uh, see, that's just nervousness. That's right up probably biting your fingernails. The leg can't be still. You haven't learned to be still. Because in that still place is where you begin to have that relationship with God. And you move when he tells you to move. And you trust him. Now, the words that are added to this, and actually the whole psalm, I think there's only 11 verses. The words that are added to this, it says, I will be exalted among the nations. And I will be exalted in the earth. Uh, and he wants to do that through you. Otherwise, he will be exalted. When the Bible says, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, that means the Lord will be exalted. No matter how many voices there are, no matter how many words there are in your life, God will be exalted at the end of your life. You, your knees will bow. But on what side will you be when your knees bow and your, your tongue confess? We talked about this yesterday in class. There's two salvation plans. One salvation plan is before you shame yourself. And the second one is after you shame yourself. Hmm. See, what you don't understand about the love of God. It, the Bible says that the prostitutes and the tax collectors are getting into the kingdom of heaven. Before the Pharisees. Which also means they're getting into their prosperity and they're getting into their blessings before the church people. Now, that's under the, the assumption and that's under the conclusion that they realized they messed their life up and they repent. But see, some of us are so full of ourselves that we can't come into the blessing of God. The only way we can come into the blessing of God is at the end of our life after we've shamed ourselves. To see the whole journey in life is who can realize they're a dummy first and turn to God. And some of you missed first place a long time ago. Uh, that's the love of God. Does that mean everybody's going to be saved? Listen, everybody is saved. Everybody in hell is saved, but some people don't receive it. That makes sense? So there's a, there's a salvation plan. One is we decide early, listen, I can't do this on my own. I need God's help. Right? 
The second one is we shame ourselves. Hmm? We become the prostitute we said that we were not. We become the tax collector that we said we were not. At the end of our life, when we're old, and then it's too late to change anything. But Lord, you are God. So he is going to be exalted. This world will never defeat him. And all the words going on in your brain, in your stomach, in your, your body, all the words will never defeat the word of God. God will be exalted. He will be lifted up. But he wants to do it through you. He wants you to be successful. He wants you to do something with your life. So you can be a witness. So you can be a witness. If a homeless person walking on the street, you know, one shoe on and one shoe off and rags, and he said, I'm rich, I'm rich, ain't nobody going to take him on. I am blessed by God. Ain't nobody going to take him on. Just to sit in church and have a relationship with God is not what God has called you to. He's called you to be prosperous and effective. Not only as a minister, but to be effective in this life. Not always begging and borrowing. That's not his allotment for you. How many years you've been just struggling to get the light bills paid? Struggling to get this bill paid. Don't know if you got enough money to get to work. That is not the life God called you to. That is the life you called you to. And what, what is it? Why is it that we are struggling so much in life? And how is it that the prostitute is getting into the kingdom of heaven? Huh? She never said no to anyone. Or he, we assume it was a sheep. But maybe that means she didn't say no to God either. All right. Uh, so coming to this conclusion that you can't do it on your own, I, I need God's word. You know, we, we make such a fuss about who Christ is and, you know, is God in Christ and the whole thing of the Trinity and the whole thing of the oneness. We make so much noise about that is the church and we don't hear the simplicity is that Christ is the word of God and that he's inside of you when the Bible says greater is he that's in you than he that is in the word in the world it's talking about the word huh? quit looking for a Jewish carpenter look for the word of God inside of you be still and know that I am God <laughs> a good illustration of this is, is if you got, you got some kind of sickness or pain you've been to three doctors two chiropractors two witch doctors the Catholic Church the Pentecostal Church the mosque and you get healed but who do you give thanks to So even though you got healed, you know something healed you, but you still don't know who God is. 
Because you're not still. You don't let your mind be still. Your mind is in a rush. You're worried about tomorrow. You, you, your mind is just all over the place. You don't know how to be still and trust that God is with you and that He wants to be exalted, not just in the earth, but in your life. You don't care who you are. You don't care where you're from. If you'll just be still. Huh? If you use the donkey, he'll use you. <laughs> hmm? But we love to do things on our own so we can get the glory for ourselves. So we can boast in ourselves and not boast in God. I truly believe that within all of us, none of us are rejects, none of us are spares. I truly believe that God placed something in us, that we was created, that we came about for a purpose. Your mom and daddy might not have had the right purpose in mind when they created you, but God had the right purpose. And I believe that God created you to do something in this life, huh? not to scratch and itch all the days of your life. Not the sweat of your brow, not the lust of your heart. All the days of your life, that's not what he created you for. It's there. Hmm? There was two aspects of Christ. He was the son of God and he was the son of man, which means the son of flesh. He was the son of God. He was the son of flesh. We are created in that image and likeness. We are children of the flesh. And we always focus about what sinners we are. But we never focus about the other part. That within us is a child of God. You are a child of the flesh and you are a child of God. Now, even though we're born a prisoner of sin, we still belong to God. And God's word is in us. But we start to fight against it from day one. That's what it means when, we, when we're reborn or renewed. We renew that. How can you be renewed if there was nothing there to renew? So we renewed that because we, we, we wouldn't surrender to God. Huh? See, as a young person, we just thought we had to work hard. We never knew we could just trust God. Huh? That we don't have to work so hard. We don't have to hustle so much. Oh yes, we got to do something. We don't work. We don't eat. We have to do something. But in the right direction. And why are we always working in the wrong direction? And why is it that the works of our hands never produce anything? Why is it our plans never work out? Because these are not the plans of God. We was never still long enough to hear God say, God is not always the first thing you hear, you know. Uh -uh. And the mind is always working. And even after you hear God, the mind is still working. The Bible says, how is it you begin with the Spirit, but you've gone back to the miserable principles of this world and working? How is it you've gone back to trying to do it yourself? Because we're not still. Why are we not still? Because we think we are, there's a predator out there after us. 
We have bigged up the devil so much we're like little squirrels. Huh? You ever seen a little squirrel? His tail is always, he's always looking. He, hmm? huh? he, he can't even eat, he eating, he's looking. Huh? Because he believes there's something after him. His nervous system, little birds are the same way. Their nervous system has always got them watching and looking. Huh? And in that aspect of flesh, we are like that. And some of us get more like that little squirrel than we realize. Hmm? Because we don't know how to be still and know that God has got us covered. So he's going to be exalted in the earth, but he will be exalted in you if you'll just give him a chance. But you got to boast in him. You got to boast in him. Without boast, you're dead. You got to boast in him. You look at anybody on the face of the earth that has life and they boast. They boast in themselves. They boast in somebody they know. They boast in their abilities. You look in the church, they're dead. Why are they dead? Because they don't boast. Because they're afraid they have pride. Our boast is in God. The reason God ain't working for you is because you're not boasting in him. You're not boasting in him. You don't, you don't make no noise when God does something. And I don't mean just in church. I mean this boast. Listen, you can't, you can't just boast in church in God, you know. And then go to work and boast in yourself. You can't just boast in church and then when you're at home, you know, you're, you're lusting after something else. No, when you're boasting God, it's got to be at home. It's got to be at work. It's got to be at church. Huh? I just boast in the goodness of God. Huh? And I'm so used to his goodness, I just want to share it with you. Because the Lord is going to be exalted. Just be still and let me fight your battle. Whoa! Just be still let me do it. I said I was going to take you to the university. Be still and trust me. I said I was going to make you productive. Be still. Be still. Be still and trust me. I didn't say sleep and play video games. I didn't say go courting. I said be still. Be focused. All those voices inside of you. All those choices inside of you. Be still. And let the Lord rise up above all those voices in your little head. You're at home. And you hear a noise. Mm. You're at home and you hear this noise. Mm. And you're old. And you still think somebody's going to break in and rape you. All the days of your life you ain't been raped. Are you, you hearing what I'm saying here? Uh, uh. 
See, your, your mind is just going places. And some of the places your mind go don't make no sense. Because you won't let your mind be still. Let your mind quit working. Let your mind quit thinking. Some of you can't enjoy God this morning. Why? You can't enjoy God right now because your mind is working. <coughs> the squirrel and you can't be still. Can't be still. Now some of you feel quite rested this morning. That's because your little mind's been working all week. And so you finally get into a place where you feel a little safe. And so now you can't even focus on God because you're tired. But God will give you that kind of rest too. But there's another rest you need. That's the rest of the mind. See, some of you, some of you are not even here right now. Somewhere else. That squirrel nun went off chasing some nut that don't exist. Huh? I think all of us have heard of the sowing of the seeds, right? There was seeds that were sown uh, uh, on the path, and the birds come by, and they ate them up real quick, right? Then there was seeds that were sown where? On the rocks, right? And it came up for a short time, disappeared. Then there was seeds sown among the thorns, right? And, and the thorns grew up and choked them out. Now, we're always thinking about the seed, but you know the parable is not even about the seed. The seed among the rocks, the seed among the path, the seed among the rocks, the seed among the thorns, and the seeds that were sown in the good ground is all the same seed. The parable is not about seeds. It's about the soil. And the soil is the flesh. Mm. Soil is the flesh. Mm. That's how the flesh received it. You blessed, you blessed, you blessed. See, that good soil is the soil that says God can do anything. I'm just going to be still and wait on Him. It's all about the soil. It's all about soil. It's the same seed. And you have the choice what kind of soil you be. The first, the first was the pathway. It was hard. It was like, well, I don't know. Maybe God could do this. I don't know. Maybe God could do this. You see a nut over there and you go after it. Next, the rocks. Little persecution. Oh, no, this is a little difficult, you know. Next one is the desires of wealth and other things. Somebody told your little squirrel brain that there's a bunch of nuts over there for free. Mm. 
And you go. Huh? Give me a picture of a squirrel. Sometimes the Lord gives you business ideas, but what kind of soil are you? Lord tells you you're going to get married, but what kind of soil are you? A soil's got to do with the way you hear and the way you receive it. Will I, will I wait on God? Will I wait on God? Huh? But your flesh says, you may be a fool if you wait on God. You know, I heard this and I heard that and I heard this. Why don't you do this and why don't you do that? Why don't you do this? Maybe God is over here. Did God say he was over there? God is everywhere. God is everywhere. You want to go to the nightclub to find a man. God is everywhere. You, you want to do this. You want to do that. Your mind. Won't stop working. And some of you know it. But listen. It's not that you can heal yourself. But if you can receive this word. The Holy Spirit will come. It says the mind controlled by the squirrel is death. But the mind that's controlled by the spirit is life. Uh, Can I say that again? The mind that's controlled by the squirrel is death. But the mind that's controlled by the spirit is life. Where's my squirrel? Mm. I want a squirrel before it's too late. Because see, we don't we don't trust God. You hear God. He's in there with all them voices. You hear him, but you don't trust him. And you don't trust him because you haven't come to know him. You can't have multiple options. When God tells you to do something, you do that. You don't go and ask the psychic. You you don't go with your, your fleshly or your squirrely instincts. You wait on God. And because you were still and you waited on God and it come to pass, now you know God. Be still and know that I am God. Huh? Be still. See, be still and know that I am God. See, you, you think about, you're thinking about, okay, be still and you will know that God exists up there. No, be still and you will know that the word of God is inside you, that you can hear him. But it's scary not to take the advice of all those advisors. Hmm? Back when Moses said to Pharaoh, let my people go. Pharaoh always had these advisors. Hmm? Hmm? Always had these other voices that says, oh, we could do that. We could do this, this way. God's not the only way that can do it. You hear these other voices because we don't trust him. Hmm? Now I need a squirrel standing up. That's, that's the way, you know. 
that, that, that nervousness. Most all of us seen a squirrel, haven't we? Yes. That they, they just, that's your brain. That, that, that's your brain. Just always busy. Huh? All, and, and you know, I, I've seen people over the years, I've seen people, they, they'll run to this prophet and they'll leave that prophet and go to another prophet. And go to another prophet and go to another prophet. Or you'll leave this church and go to the next church and the next church and the next church. The question is, which one did God tell you to go to? Now be still and trust that God is speaking to you. See, it takes faith to be still. When your life is in danger, it takes faith to be still. When you think the predator's out there, it takes faith to be still. Uh, when everything in your life has never been productive and everything in your life has been devastating and when nothing good has ever happened in your life, you do everything to survive. You're like that squirrel. You become a hustler and you become all these things, but you never have trust God. And you say, well, I don't know where God is in my life and I, I don't know if God is working in my life because you was never still long enough to see if he was real. You got to be still. You've got to be still and trust him. Huh? Yes. It, you, you, your, little, your little squirrel egg can't be there jumping. You know, it's like. There we go. Does that look like anybody you know? Huh? Does that look like anybody you know? Huh? <laughs> Friday I was on the plane. We was, we was coming back to Trinidad. Everything was going pretty good. And all at once, I mean, the plane got to shaking. My seat was shaking, 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 shaking. It just, it just got to trembling, you know, like that. I thought it was the whole plane. But it was actually a man that was set over in the aisle roll. I was in the window, and he was sitting over there shaking like this. The whole plane. It felt like the whole plane was shaking. <laughs> but see, you don't realize the voice of the Lord. The plane is not shaking. It's the man on the end. You're not still long enough. To find where God is at in your life. Huh? And you have all these people around you. You have all these people around you that seem like they got it together. See, it, it starts from school. It seems like everybody's got it together. But all they are is a squirrel. Trying to convince everybody that there's somebody. Huh? Trying to convince you. That they're better. That they're prettier than you. You need this and you need that. Uh, you know to be still. There's something in you that says be still. There's something in you that says don't compete with the squirrels. Because mm. mm. you know them squirrels going to wear themselves out. Mm. Mm. You know they're going to wear themselves out, but you won't be still. You hear them other voices. 
other people saying that they that they have more than you and they're better than you and and you don't have what I have. You, you hear all these voices. And not only do you hear those voices, you hear the voices of, of, of family and the voices of people around you saying that you're a dummy. You, you ain't nobody. I wonder if we get old or people just judge us into a place where we don't know what to do. I wonder if we really have Alzheimer's or people just keep telling us we don't that we're not thinking right. Huh? Something to think about, isn't it? Huh? Yes? Because some of you are worried about losing your memory. I can't remember nothing. Who told you that? See, that's that squirrel. That's them voices inside of you. Huh? God ain't going to put you in a place where you can't remember nothing because all who call upon the name of the Lord... You can't call upon the name of the Lord unless you remembered it. Huh? <laughs> I've gone into nursing homes and there'd be somebody in there in nursing homes that they say they're out of their mind, but when they see me, they start singing about Jesus. So I don't know, maybe there's enough of Jesus in me that they thought they, he was coming back for them right then, but they started singing Jesus. <laughs> They said, don't bother with them. They're, they're not good. Do we really not get good? Or is that the state that our mind puts us in? Hmm? We get to a place where we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust what we are thinking. Right? Now there's a gentleman right here in front of me. And there's a lady right there. Hmm? The Lord says, stand in front of the two of them. Hmm? Says these are two individuals that they've gotten to the place they don't trust their mind anymore. Hmm? Does that bear witness? Sometimes you don't trust your mind. Does that bear witness with you? You think so? Is that, is that true with you? Sometimes you, you're always second-guessing yourself. Did, you know, uh, with you, you're always saying, did I do this? Did I do this? Is that you? If it's not, it's not. If it is, it is. Huh? Not that I can remember. Not that you can remember. No. Okay. <laughs> all right, we're going to leave that right there, but that's all right. This, this is the point. Sometimes there's nothing wrong with their mind. We just start believing the voice that makes us always second guess ourselves. Huh? And it, it, it's no shame to realize you, you, you're always double checking. Huh? Does that bear witness with you? Double checking? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> that double checking. Huh? All right, well, you, you, all right, you in the seat here, right? Truth is, it's a lot of us. But the Lord just had a word, especially for you two, but it's all of us. We can all receive that word. 
It gets us to that place. And the more the world, see, that's the world judging you. The more the world can judge you and make you think that your mind is not straight, make you think that you make mistakes. And we all made mistakes one time or another. Yes, we always done that. Right? I can, re- I can remember times when, I can remember a time when uh, I was going to brush my teeth and I picked up the, uh, the razor to shave and I was going to brush my teeth. But me, I laugh at that. No, I was going to go brush my teeth and I picked up the razor and I walked in there. Uh, you know. Thank God I had the good mind enough not to keep, uh, you know, brush it. But, and so see, the world wants to say you're getting old. I ain't getting old. I was doing that a long time ago. It's called focusing. It means I'm focusing on something so much that I can't do other things, right? Mm, that's the way I am with Jesus. I get to preach and I forget all about what time it is, you know. All those things, you know, it, it's gone. But see, I, I don't, I, I've learned not to let the world play those games with my mind and with my ability. Am I right? Am I hearing from God? Huh? You can believe that you're hearing from God. And then these voices come and says, but you sure that was God? You sure that was God? At some point, you've got to tell the voices, shh. Hmm? Jesus stood up in the boat, right? And he t- told the storm to what? Hmm? Did he? Did he? Is that what he said? What did he say? Anybody know? He told the... He, he, uh, read the scripture. Where, where, where? He rebuked the wind and the rains. But he told the waves to be still. Hmm? You want to know what the beauty is in that? He rebuked the winds and the rain. Because that's what was causing the waves. The wind and the rain was causing the waves. So he rebuked what was causing it. All right. But now see the beauty. He rebuked what was causing it. So it stopped. But the waves were still going. See sometimes you rebuke the devil in your life. But the waves are still going. He rebuked what was causing the problem. And then he said to the waves that were still there, be still. That's just like with healing. He rebukes what caused it. But then he says to the symptoms, be still. Being still is learning to let God conquer your enemies. But here's the thing. Then he rebuked the disciples of having no faith. He says if he was only still, you could have done it yourself. If he was only still, you could have done it yourself. Not you the flesh. 
but I'm in you. Be still and know that I am God. Oh. Sometimes you lay your hands on yourself because you got a toothache or something. Who am I talking to? I'm talking to somebody. Somebody got a pain. You, you, you laid your hands on yourself. You got a pain. You laid your hands on yourself. Who am I talking to? I smell you. <laughs> but, Huh? When he was talking just now, I lay my hand on my foot because it was until be still. Yeah. Be still? Yeah. <laughs> it's shaking? Others get this inflamed, itching, and burning in all right, this foot. All right. Because so I, I knew I smelled somebody yeah, say. I know before you said that, I uh-huh. was laying my hand on my foot. All right. Mm-hmm. But you lay your hands on yourself from time to time too, right? Yeah. Ain't that a tooth? Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the squirrel forgot where its teeth is. That's all right. <laughs> I was thinking at the moment I didn't have the toothache, but I usually lay my all week last week I was laying my okay, hand right okay. there. That's what I'm talking about. I didn't say right at that moment, but then I. I, I I said, do you do this? Yes. Meaning more than once. Yes. Yes. During service, my back, lower back was hitting, and I was like laying my hand on it, yeah. Today? Yeah. Did it go away? Yes, Rupi. All right. All right. All right. This, this word is for everybody, right? But you lay hands. You know, in the name of Jesus, you lay hands. You rebuke, rebuke, right? The pain. But the waves are still there. Yes. And because the waves are still there, you don't think it took place. Because you was not still long enough for God to heal you. Not still long enough. Hmm? And if I could say something humorous, the Lord says, relax, you'll be married soon. (laughs) Your squirrel is almost in your nest. Hey, I promised I would never put you to shame. <laughs> that, that, world is, that word is for all the other squirrels, and some of them are down in the floor too, you know. Uh-uh. You're not the only squirrel in the house looking for a nut. Right? Uh-uh. All right. It's okay to laugh. You won't lose your salvation. God won't let you lose it. But is that not true? Have you not tried to pray for things? And maybe you'd feel a little something, but you're not still long enough. 
for it to happen. Or Lord, I have this bill, but you're not still long enough to realize he's the one that took care of it. So you're not sure if God took care of it or if you took care of it or somebody else took care of it. Because you have not been still long enough. When you sitting over there? We're always on the wrong tree. You know, there's there's people that make it doubt. Daughter, I'm talking to you. There's people that make you doubt. Make you question your mind. Hmm? Here's the thing. We can all make mistakes. Best thing to do when you make a mistake and you know you made a mistake, make sure you made a mistake. Because sometimes you'll repent before God tells you to repent. Because sometimes you can repent for things you didn't even do. (laughs) Somebody else judges you, you say, I repent. This preacher says, it's because you did this. That's why you got this trouble in your life. I repent, I repent. And then you run to another preacher. And this preacher says, because you did this, you got this trouble in your life. I repent, I repent. See, you don't know. Not till you're still. And you hear what God says. Now. Can I speak to you? All right, stand up, please. You know this person? That's your daughter. Oh. You have a good mama? Is she smart? Got her all nuts okay up there? <laughs> now, I, I see these attacks against your mind. Um, Do you, you ever feel this fluster, fluster about yourself? It's like this, it's almost like it's maybe like a, it could almost be a heat or a tightness. Just, it's around, it would be around your head and be in your chest area. You ever feel that? Like heat, yes. Heat. Like heat, right? Yes. All right. I, I don't want to scare you. I don't want to ever scare nobody. That's not my purpose, right? Because I want, I, want I want to deal with this thing. Because the attacks is against your mind. Uh, you, your, your mind is in overdrive trying to always do the right things. Is that you? Yeah. Yes. All right. Listen, there's no shame. There's no embarrassment. The Lord come to, he come to set you free today and to help yes. you. And not just you. Other people as well, right? I just, I just want you to know that you met with God today. And, and, and that's why I'm asking you these questions, so that it, that it bears witness, right? But it gets us to a place, and people, people will make you not trust your mind anymore. Just like people can make you believe you're not a good person anymore. Huh? And so your mind can get in this state that 
it's almost question your intelligence if you're smart enough. But it's like you, okay, you're smart enough, but you always got to be thinking. You always got to be on your edge. You always got to be doing this. Huh? And, and your mind never gets no rest. It never gets no peace. When daughter, daughter, when God says, I love you, and you're going to be successful, he means with a good mind. That's why I like the King James. King James says he'll give you a sound mind. Uh, I, I, there's, some, there's some phrases in the King James. I just, I just love those phrases. Sound mind. Not the invasion, not saying it, but it's just talking about that sound mind so that you don't question yourself so much. Because I find, truthfully for me, when I overthink, that's when I mess up. If I can just ever get my mind at peace and rest, that's when I hear the Lord start to speak. That's when I hear Him start to talk. See, I could be all over the place. I'm, I'm all over the place. I won't hear the Lord saying anything for you or for you. But see, when I give my mind to Him, the Lord will start to speak. Whether it's prophetically, or it's always prophetically, business-wise, whatever it is you're doing, whatever you're doing, the Lord will start to speak. And people are going to think you're real smart. <laughs> they don't know that you're real dumb. Because the key to more of God is being dumb. That's the key. Even if it's something you know about, you may not know everything about it. So the key, huh? when I am weak, he is strong. But when I'm strong, then he is weak. At least being effective in my life. Not saying that God is weak. Everybody understand? Huh? All the pressure is going to go come off of you. All that heat going to come off of you. Huh? All, all that worry about, you, about your health and, 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 and midlife crisis, all that stuff going to come off you. Yes? yes. Huh? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, 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 don't, I, just, I did a scan of your body. I, I don't see no sicknesses in your body, no pains in your body. Huh? Thank you, Jesus. But you're worried about it sometimes. You probably worry more about stress or, I mean, more like uh, uh, strokes or heart attacks. That would be, that'd probably be your first thought. Is that true? Stress. Just the stress yes. and then, of course, that leads to other yes. things, right? Listen. If we die, we die to the Lord. If we live, we live to the Lord. <laughs> Except that daughter. Yes. But the Lord just let me scan your body. I don't see no sicknesses in it. All I see is this, like this heat that's yes. right around here in your chest sometimes. It makes your chest feel hot or something in here. That's all I feel. And all of that is just because people making you doubt and second guess. And sometimes it, sometimes it may not be somebody talking to you directly. You know, anybody ever seen somebody look at you and you just feel dumb when they look at you? Yeah. Uh, uh. I might have had a master's, but they look at me and I feel like I lost it. They're gone. Uh, uh, people can judge you with just their eyes, you know. And here's the thing. We feel it, we experience it, but sometimes our, our articulation never picks up on it. We don't pick up on the fact that there may be people that don't like us. Right? 
It don't matter if they like us or not. If God likes you, they can't do nothing to you. Huh? This peace is coming to you. Yes, this peace is coming to you. Hmm? And this is your daughter. She live with you? Yes. She lives with I you? I live with her. Oh, you live with her? Yes. Okay, all right. And, and y'all good? Yes. Y'all good? Y'all good? You're good. You're good. <laughs> See, I always like a witness. <laughs> the Bible says two or three witnesses, right? Is stand up? You stand up too, please. Is it is it true to say that you worry about her and you worry about her? Yes. Is that a true statement? Maybe sometimes, yes. Maybe sometimes you, you worry about your mama and you worry about her, yes. right? Uh-huh. Y'all worry too much. Huh? Hmm? So how long have you been living with your daughter? Um, over three years. Over three years. Is she a good mother? She is, yes. She's not too bossy? No. <laughs> You said that. You said that quick. All right, I, I believe you. <laughs> Let this ear twitch if it's not true. But I, I no, I believe you. They gonna be peace in your family. Some of the stuff you may not know what I'm talking about, but I, I still f- feel this that y'all worry too much about each other. Listen, sometimes you just gotta trust God, huh? And there are some things you're going through, right? There's some things that need to be settled. Is that, am, am I talking true? Yes. Some issues needs to be settled, right? Yes. And, that, and that's got you worrying too. God's got that covered. Okay. Stop worrying Man. about that, right? Stop worrying about You're going to be alive when it's settled, right? Don't let that kill you. You're going to be alive. God is going to settle that. Amen. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just praying for peace all around you. Your mind, that heat's just going to disappear. Quit worrying about your life. huh? The worst thing we can do is try to doctor ourselves. And we love to doctor ourselves, don't we? Now, I'm, I'm not going to tell nobody to not take vitamins, but sometimes we take in all kinds of things because we think he's healthy. I mean, we, we, we dope in this squirrel up, you know. <laughs> sometimes you just need to trust God, and he's going to lead you to the right places and bless your life. Yes. What you need for God to do for you in your life? Mm-hmm. So you married? You ain't no. You married? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So y'all good? Yeah. What you need for God to do? But he's he, he around? Is he gone a lot? No. He work a lot. He's around a lot. Yes, he is. I know. I just keep looking, and I don't see. I don't. I'm not seeing many men. I don't know what, why am I not seeing many men. Around the two of you. Mm-hmm. What you need for God to do for you? Mm-hmm. Boy, you wasn't prepared for that question, was you? <laughs> Just off the top of your head, what you want God to do for you? I don't know, maybe for God to place him in a position that you could see him. Say that again. Maybe for God to place my husband in a position that you see him. That, go- that he will see no, that, that your husband would see God. That you would see him when you look at me. He said you're not seeing many men around us. Oh! Right. <laughs> 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 
Amen. I understand that. Mm-hmm. So why do you think I'm not seeing him? I'm surprised that you're not seeing him. I'm surprised too. <laughs> so your husband ain't around. I've no husband. Why am I not seeing him? And you say y'all good. Yeah. You don't need no extra romance, no extra that. Y'all good. Yeah, be good, but everything extra is good too. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I know what you're talking about. So is, is he good with God? Not very outwardly good, so I don't know if inwardly, you know, but he's not. Do you, a, do you believe he believes, or? Do, yeah, he believes. But he just don't express it. Yeah. Uh, so he don't express. But does he express love to you? Yeah, I don't. I don't mean to get so deep. But you asked me the question: How come I don't see him? And that's what I'm curious about: uh, uh, Why I don't? I don't see him. Mm-hmm. Boy, it looks like somebody I know. So, so he's he's kind of consumed with work, right? Yeah. Business, right? What what does he do? He's a prison officer. A prison officer. All right. You think he ever comes home from work? No. That's why I don't see him. He don't really come home from work. No. When he does come home, he's... Still consumed with work, yeah. Consumed with what? Still consumed with work when he does with come work. home. With work. That's the reason I don't see him, right? So you could probably share this with him, right? Mm. See, that's the squirrel in all of us, you know. Because there's a lot of tension in his workplace. There's some things shifting and moving around right now. I think they they uh, analyzing a lot of things right now in his workplace. Mm-hmm. Do you know whether or not if that's true? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So there's a lot of that. See, the squirrel, he running along, he comes on the ground, and he finds his nut, right? See, a nut's like a pearl, you know. It, it, it's nice. It's, it's, he finds this. But he almost believes it's a trap. So he... You know, you can't enjoy. God blessed you with a nut, but you can't enjoy it. Because you think, a, a, you think a, a, a hawk or something or a snake or something comes with the nut, you know. That the snake planted the nut there. And he hiding over here waiting to grab you as soon as you pick up the nut. And so, likewise, sometimes we can't let work go but God loves us too much and he loves your husband too much what's your husband's name Chris Chris he loves your husband too much Chris he loves you too much for you to be so consumed with work all the time and sometimes when we consumed with something 
we can't even see it. Sometimes the worst thing you can do is get your mind all in your problem. Because when you get your mind all in your problem, you can't see the way out. Because your mind is in the problem. Mm. We think that worrying will save our life. But the Bible says worrying can even save the hairs on our head. Right? So we can worry so much. So I'm speaking this not only to the two of you, but to Chris. Hmm? Be still and know that I am God. Hmm? And to Chris I would say, tell me what you want. You want a promotion or you want a better job? So you're going to either tell him what I said or show him this. Do you want a promotion? you want a better job? Ask me. I'm not talking about asking me personally. I'm talking about asking God. Ask me. But I speak peace to you. Hmm? Life is too short. And it's so easy for us to do, you know. Just get caught up in everything. And not, and not enjoy life. We just, we just work in all the time. You know why we work all the time and we don't laugh and we don't smile? The reason we do that is because we're too worried. We don't know that God has got us. That's why we can't laugh. Mm -hmm. That's why we can't enjoy life. And we think one day, but the truth is those worries will never stop. Hmm? You have children? Yeah. How old are they? Eleven and nine. Eleven and nine. Now they should make some noise. <laughs> Do they make noise? A lot of noise. Huh? A lot of noise. That's good. That's <laughs> nice noise. Especially if it's the playful noise. Don't ever stop that. Let them have that freedom. Hmm? Mm -hmm. You like that noise? That's a I blessing, do. you know. Yes. That's a blessing. Listen, all three of you. Who else is in your household? The three of you and two, two kids, right? Mm -hmm. All three of you are just going to start to enjoy life. Like, what was we worrying about? <laughs> See, God gives you nuts, and you're, not, you, 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 you're afraid something else going to happen. Yes, your life is blessed. Chris, your life is going to change. God don't, God don't want us in this place of worry. Sometimes we have things we say, well, you know, we can say, well, I have a lot to be thankful for. But where's your joy? Where's your boasting, God? Where, where's, that, where's that play? Where's that fun? See, you can't play and have fun if you think you're going to be dead. All this pressure on your head, you, you can't, you can't, you, you're too scared. Yeah. Listen, just because God says so, you're going to see your life change. Hmm? What else you want? <laughs> see, that was a selfless prayer. You just, you, you was concerned why I wasn't seeing him. Now you know why I'm not seeing him because... If, if I say that I'm not seeing him, that means uh, that means almost like God is not seeing him. We know that God sees him, yeah. but he doesn't take the time to know God. Right? Does that look like your husband? No, I know he was like that. <laughs> what else you want? What you want God to do? Hmm? It's still early. What you want God to do? You live in life. What you want God to do for you? Change my vehicle. Change your vehicle. 
change your vehicle. I didn't even sound, I didn't, I, nothing in there sounded like no upgrade. Change my vehicle. What? So, uh, an old one for an old one. I, I didn't hear nothing in there about an upgrade. Anybody hear upgrade in there? Change my vehicle. Hmm? Uh, it's okay to say, Lord, I'd like to have a new vehicle. One that makes me laugh. Uh, one that makes me boast in you. Mm. So, what kind, of, what kind of vehicle you want? A CHR. A what? CHR. A CHR. All right. What does that stand for? You don't know. No. You just like this. The CHR. <laughs> you don't know what that stands for. <laughs> Everything got initials. Have faith. God will bless your life. Just ask him. He blessed your life. Yes. So you like living with your daughter or you want your own place? Um, I like living with her, but I want my own place. See, God knows that. Right? God knows that. Would you like for your mama to have her own place? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> the squirrel come out. Definitely. <laughs> now, sometimes, sometimes we need to live our own life. Huh? You've grown up. You need to let her go. You need to live your life. You need to live your life. We don't always have to be under the same roof, you know. We need to keep moving on with our life. Because we all going to meet in heaven. Mm-hmm. So we need to move on. So that, that's what we're going to do, right? It's going to happen. You believe that? Love each other. Let the family be filled with joy. It's going to happen. It's coming. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Who needs a word? Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't want no. I don't want no dirt that's hard. I don't want no rocky flesh. I, I don't want no thorny flesh. I, I want to find some good soil. Huh? Huh? I, I, I don't want to bless you with a car and you just get a tire. Now, what is that good soul? That good soul is, uh, you know, it, it doesn't mean that you're this dynamite Christian. A good soul just means that, that you're humble enough. Maybe a prostitute has come to the conclusion that this ain't love. No, it's, it's just about, it's about being fertile enough to receive what God says. It's not about you being perfect or good. God will start right there with that. Start right there with that. Hmm? He'll bring something into your life. Huh? Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, where's my microphone? You, you, what do you do? What do you do? You knew I was going to come to you. How old are you? I'm 16 years old. 16 years old. First person in church? Yeah. <laughs> Very first one. Yes. You sure of that? 
Go get me. Go get me. Jesus is the key. Her and her brother. Oh, she invited them. But they come on their own. Is that right? Wow. So you got to fly away one day. You can't crawl away. You got to fly away. Woo! Mm-hmm. So, you still in school? Yes, I am. And so, what are you going to do after this school? Um, well, after I finish my studies, I have to go do my skill. Have to do what? Skill. Skill. What kind of skill? Um, beauty culture, food prep. And huh? Beauty culture, food prep, and... S- say that again, please. Beauty culture, food prep, and technician. Beauty... Culture. Beauty and what? Food? Yes. Huh? So, so I get beauty and fed and... <laughs> get my phone updated all at the same time. Huh? <clears throat> there's, there's been seasons in this house when... We would give $100 to the first person in the house, right? And the, the whole reason was that was to encourage people to be on time. I want God to be on time. Yes. I, I want a sports car when I'm young. Not when I'm too old. To get down and... Uh, And likewise, being on time is showing God respect. That's as much respect as coming to church. Oh, no, I'm going to be on time. I may not be on time for other things. Actually, it pays to be on time for everything. But with God, that's, that's a form of respect. Lord, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be on time. I'm going to come early. I'm going to be here when you get here. Mm? That's a form of respect. So we used to do that. We do that. We've done that a few times to encourage people. Yes? So. So that's one thing. And, And you need that hundred, right? Would you need a hundred or? Well, I would give my mommy it. Say that again? I would give my mommy it. You give it to your mama? Mm-hmm. You think your mama needs it? Yes. All right. She needs it? All right. All right. Hmm. That's another reason why I like it. Hmm. But your mama ain't in church. She couldn't make it because she fell ill yesterday. She did what? She got the flu. The she got the flu? Yeah. All right. She's going to be better when you get home. Yeah. 
I, I want to remove something from your life. I want to remove this thing from your life that to be somebody is hard. It is not hard. You just need to trust Him. I also want to remove any stereotyping or something that says that you're not smart enough if you want to go to university. Amen. Yes. Now, some of us, we may not be very talented in the flesh. Some of us might, might not be, we might not be the, the, what, the runner in the flesh. In the spirit. He, he makes up for all our weaknesses. Uh, first thing is, that is not you. That's just something that people's encouraged you to believe. It is not true. If you want to go to university, it will happen. If that's what you want to do. Because your eyes are way too dim to be 16. Mm. Now, so obviously your your mother is is struggling financially too, right? Yes, she All is. right. Me and you gonna have faith. Yes. And she gonna quit her struggling. Yes. Now, but some people. I'm not saying that about your mama. But some people in life, they gonna struggle no matter what you do. Anybody hear me? I'm. I'm, I'm Listen, some people are going to struggle no matter what you, no matter what you give to them, they're going to struggle. They just, they just, I don't know. I think they're trying to redeem themselves into heaven. They're just going to struggle. Hmm. If you like me and you listen to me just for a little while because he's in me, struggling's gone. God didn't cause us to struggle. We might have to struggle to believe, but once we believe... Mm, so these eyes are way too dim. Mm, you look like you're 35 with four children. Why? You ain't got no children, do you? No, I don't. And you don't want no children? Yeah. In the future, yes. In the future, way, way, way future. Mm. You 16, right? Yes, I am. You know Josanne? You know Josanne? Wave Josanne. She, she come to this house when she's 16. Yes. And uh, I ain't going to tell her age, but it was, uh, you know, it is. Uh, listen, if, if domestic life is what you want, that, that, there's nothing wrong with that. But some of us not wired that way. And sometimes we get into that and we never see what we can do in life. So this, it's not really an old spirit that's on you. You just, you just heard too much negativeness about the world. And you already, you put yourself in the back of the plane. You know what it means to be in the back of the plane? See if you know, you've never been in a plane, have you? All right, one day you'll know what it's like being in the back of the plane. Usually in the front of the plane, that's where they got first class at. And then 
they got second class, which, and then they got some other class. It just means less leg room, you know. They, they just do something so they can charge you more. But the back of the plane is where the bathrooms are. The plane I was on, there was two bathrooms for us common people, not sitting in first class. And both of these bathrooms are in the back. And these bathrooms, two bathrooms for, I don't know, 200 people, 250 people. And all they're doing is drinking and peeing. And the other thing. <laughs> the two bathrooms is in the back of the plane. And there's always a line there, the first, the last three or four rows. There's always a line there of somebody that needs to go to the bathroom bad. And then there's the opening of the door. And then there's the fumes. Anybody ever sit in the back of the plane? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Sometimes we just think that's our, that's our place in life. Listen, you might have been born in that place, but God's got a different place for you. Mm? You've got too much darkness in your eyes. You don't have enough hope to be a 16-year-old. Now, the good news is, in that place, you can see God better than some other young ladies your age who think they're God's gift to beauty. You know what I'm talking about? Because uh, cause you, you, you just, you don't even try to compete with them. Is that true? Yes, that's true. That's true. Because you look at them and, and they all thinking they're all hot and all this stuff, right? They're going to melt one day. They're just trying to convince you and everybody else. Hmm? See, I've learned this secret about prissy little girls. They do not know how to clean a house. Their closets, pigstyles. I've been around too many prissy little girls and they none have a good closet. Hmm? Yes? So you guys in here that, that you marry that beauty... Don't expect no clean house. Maybe there's an exception. I don't know. But I ain't seen many exceptions. These young ladies, they look like they got it all together. And then you see their closet. Huh? Listen. Forget all those other young ladies that you see. Hmm? And you take that lonely place in you and you put Jesus in that lonely place and there won't be anything you can't do. If you want to go to university, you can go to university. If you want to do something else, you can do something else. Right? God gives you that freedom, daughter, but you're not, you're not dumb and you're not broke. Don't say you're broke. Don't say mama ain't got money because God's got money. Hmm? I will set you apart from all of them because I shall show all the earth I don't need man's effort. Daughter, trust.
trust me and I will change your life. Hmm? Now, for some reason, you come first this morning. Why you come? Why you come first? Elder, the time frame that she gave me yesterday, for yesterday. Say that again. As the time frame that she gave me from yesterday. That's so the time frame. Well, a lot of people have a time frame, but they don't follow it, you know. So that was the time frame. She said, come for nine, right? And so, what else was you saying? I said, so that's the time I remembered, so that's why I get up this morning. And you come early. How early she come? Just before eight. Just before eight. That, that early, you know. <laughs> that early. Huh? And then you get a hundred dollars just for coming early. <laughs> huh? Because see, you have respect. God is never going to make you second. But you must believe it. So I speak into your eyes for your youth to return without the stupidity. That your eyes will brighten up just because Christ is in you. Hmm? Now, obviously, you want God to do something in your life, right? And God has your list. Hmm? So you got a hundred dollars, you got all my attention. You've met with God today. Don't tell me he's not listening. Hmm? Hmm? What's one thing you would like for God to do for you? Hmm? Nothing really. Hmm? Nothing really. Nothing really. See, really is not a word. I want you to just step out and say what you would like. You know, there's a reason why I ask this question sometimes. Because... What you want God to do for you. It's not like God doesn't know. The point is, you don't ever tell him. And it's not righteous to say, well, he knows what I want. No, he wants communication. What's one thing you want? Peace. Huh? Peace. 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 No more squirrels. Huh? That's the one thing you want. Peace. What 16-year-old girl asked for peace? <laughs> huh? Something wrong with you, you know. <laughs> Most 16-year-old girls, I want trouble. <laughs> huh? Any 16-year-old, any of you when you was 16, did y'all want peace? <laughs> peace. But, but the Lord understands why you asked him for peace because you could use peace, right? Isn't that amazing that that's the word? You've met with God today. Isn't that amazing that's the word? Now I want you to be 16 year old for a moment and tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. That is really what I want. Huh? That is really what I want. You got that. Tell me what else. Tell me something else. You got love, you got joy, you got peace, you got all those. So don't go to the next one. What you, what you want? Huh? So A, you obviously haven't even thought about what you want. Or B, you're too shy to say what you want. I never really thought about it. Never really thought. You can't think of one thing you would like to do. 
See, the, the, there's something wrong when a 16-year-old doesn't want something. Isn't it? There's something wrong when we don't want something in life. Is it that we don't want something or we gave up hope on getting it? Hmm? What you want? You want your house finished? Stand up. Come on now. I want you to smile at God. Just smile at Him. Say, Lord, I know you can do it. Lord, I know you can do it. Hey, I said, smile. <laughs> Look up and smile at Him. Say, Lord, I know you can do Lord, it. Lord, I know you can do it. See there? See, your heart touched His heart. It's not about your heart touching our hearts, it's about your heart touching His. Huh? It says, done. What, what, what else is left to be done on your house? The roof has to go on and everything else. The windows, the doors, the plumbing, the everything All right. else. All right, so what's Reach the, the hang-up? Finances or? Money. Finances, all right. It's going to come. Amen. You, listen, God's already started it. Did God start the work? Yes, he did. If he started the work, he can finish the work. I believe that. Huh? You think God's going to start your house and then say, mm, daughter, I'm so sorry, I just don't have money to finish it. <laughs> I don't think so. Huh? I don't think he would do that. And you giving God credit for starting your house. I have done and, that. And God is going to shut down his witness? No, you be still and let God do it. I would be. Huh? Because you're trying to do other things to get money and do things. You, you, you got your head going all over the place. You're trying to do things. Be still and let God do it. Okay. Huh? Listen, God can bring it when you don't even know where it's coming from. True. You know, granted, we shouldn't be lazy, but you're not a lazy person. We don't have to worry about that. You just need to be still. Huh? You, you're not no fat squirrel laid up in the nest said, bring me, honey, bring me a nut. You, that's not you. True? True. It's done, right? Amen. What, 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 what? Uh. You don't know. She ever been here for prayer? First time today. Whoa, and you get all this attention? Ah. Wow. So are you staying for teens? Yes, I am. All right. All right. And, and, and Joan and music too? First time she's just going to do all that one time? All right. <clears throat> you have found what you've been looking for. Yes. Now, what what time? What age did she get her driver's license? Seventeen. When are you gonna be seventeen? Next year. Next year what? The eighth of July. Eighth of July. <clears throat> All right. So next year, eighth of July, she could go for her license. You gonna go for your license, right? Right across the road. Uh, because you would like to drive, right? Your mama have a car? No, she Your mama don't have a car. No. You have prayed. 
and said, Lord, I would like to have a car one day so I could take Mama places. Is that true? Yes, it is true. Because I thought, when I heard the Lord talking, you know, for her driver's license, I thought, oh, all right. No. Mm, that's true. Mm. Come 17 next year, you're going to get your license. And you're not going to get a license and no car. Do you hear me? Huh? Yes? Today you have found what you're looking for, daughter. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What the Lord does for another, he will do for you. Huh? What? You want a new car too, right? Uh-huh. See? The Lord knows the desires of your heart. But sometimes you just need to speak them out. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Next service. <laughs> what a beautiful day. Listen. I, I want you to believe this. Yes, there's nothing good in our flesh. But there is something good in us. And it's our belief in God. And we could not believe in God if God wasn't in us to reveal himself to us. If you believe in God, then you had to meet him somewhere or another whether you realized it or not. So if you believe in God, then he is real. Understand the scripture. Be still. Let your mind be still. Hmm? If God tells you something, wait on it. Quit trying to work so much with your head. Yes? Now sometimes our body needs some physical rest. That's fine. But you also need to find that place where you can just be still. Without gadgets. And be still in the presence of God. Even if it's just for a few minutes. Yes? Any squirrel can do this. Right? <laughs> just for a few moments. Just be still. And, and it, it, it's not that God... Is waiting for you to pray. You need your prayer. You need to hear yourself say. Lord I trust in you. Everybody hear what I'm saying? You. God don't need to hear you say it. You need to hear yourself say it. It's something about when you speak it out. And you speak it out in truth. And you speak it out of your heart. Not only in the congregation, but when you're just with God. You need to hear yourself say, Lord, I trust you. There's something about it that makes it official when you do that. God hears you. He loves you. And he wants to exalt you. Believe in him. Have faith in him. Quit chasing nuts. Quit being a squirrel. Amen. So this week. Less squirreliness. Yes, it is. 